I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We have finally managed to identify one planet that is the right distance from its star to hold water and is the right mass to sustain an atmosphere. Every 24 hours, our station in Hawaii will transmit a signal to Landsat 7, our deep orbiting satellite, which will amplify and relay the signal to our targeted planet, which is rather grandly entitled Planet G. Weird? Yeah, man, really weird. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Well, it's not morning for everybody else. Good morning to us. Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome to Film Sack. <laughs> this is Film Sack, mine in the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 553. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. What wouldn't he do for a chicken burrito do- uh, done away? Door door away. Nothing. Door door away. Nothing. <laughs> door I would away. break it. I'd break into a convenience store and to the Pink Panthers title song. Oh, hi. <laughs> or is it applies? Oh, hola. Or oh, konnichiwa. Or Hello. Oh, it's so close to the way we say it. This week on Film Sack, we take to the high choppy seas to take our shot to sink the 2012 end of the world movie based on the Hey No Peeking Rihanna tabletop strategy type guessing game that takes less time to play than watching this two plus hour love letter to the Navy. Go Navy! Side note. Earlier today, I bounced a deep space, oh hi, off of that Elon Musk-based satellite internet thingy no one is talking about, and straight towards a Goldilocks planet. Oh, planet G, I get it. You know, a planet just the right distance from their star, and most likely inhabited by bears, and I'm pretty sure we are the little blonde girl taking a nap in their bed in this analogy. Anywho, <laughs> things have escalated pretty quickly since then, and I'm pretty sure the whole thing may end with us all in a small floaty boaty with Rihanna firing a gun and screaming at some aliens. Just like a Saturday night at, well, you know. Randy, play some ACDC. Which one? All of them. All of them, Randy. All, all of them after 1992. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of the early stuff. Forget it. Yeah, no, yeah. No. You, you go, <laughs> you, you go uh, the thunder thing and then forward. That's the rule. That's it. Uh, also with us, Randy, who says Rihanna can't act? Oh, wait, we all do, Jordan. 
Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. <clears throat> and what an interesting local news story I've got for you today. I'm your local news person coming to you without any expectation that a single local resident under the age of 85 will ever hear what I'm saying. A bunch of people who live here, but you've never heard of, are gathering for a strange event in which they'll mingle competitively with visitors from other places who are also completely unknown to you. This is local news, because we said so. Now, we take you to the soccer pitch, where you're usually, uh, you know, like your great-grandchildren would be playing, but today it's adults who are bound by three very important rules of storytelling. Number one, remember that guy who was a deadbeat local criminal the last time we saw him? In a flash, he's not only found success in the Navy, but, hold on, I'm just double-checking the teleprompter here. He's an officer? Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. number two. You're going to be amazed at the extracurricular skills on display here. As you know, anytime you bring together a few hundred people, dozens of them turn out to be semi-pro soccer players. Number three. Oh, there's a terrible personal conflict between two individuals from different countries. I'll bet they can't even talk in a common language, much less that they'll ever see each other again. The likelihood of this occurrence having any significance whatsoever is zero. Now over to Luisa Garapalejo with weather and traffic. <laughs> nice. Is that a real person? That name? That's amazing, that name. It I sounds Hawaiian to me. Mm, yeah, it, it works for me. Uh, with us finally, Brian, he also releases his shredder balls when he needs to take down some congested traffic a bit. I released a few uh, just a few minutes ago. Hey, uh, you know, no one no one can, can tell us we're wrong. I'm try- always trying to figure out a way to lead into, uh, like, when I have to do a song on the show. So that's, uh, that's how I'm going to lead into it. All right. Perfect. Signal goes out. Aliens come back. <laughs> And their attitude is the worst Cause they're really jacked up And they're really pissed off But why do they look like Fred Durst? (laughs) What? But don't get too wrapped up in this movie's name Cause there's only five minutes that relate to the game Nice Hey, it's fun. Maybe the physics are wrong. Over two hours, it felt a little long. Film sacking battleship. One more time. Here we go. Yeah. What the hell? We've got two Friday night lights, fellas. Yeah. And Rihanna could have used an umbrella. Aww. Ella, Ella, Ella. And nobody <laughs> said the line. You sunk my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. There you go. Thank you very much. Lord. That was wow. great. You. I don't even know what this to say. This movie was missing a karaoke scene. I think you just wrote it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would have been the, right, like, just to really put in the Top Gun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Uh, if you didn't, you. if you didn't get the the hint, everybody listening, <laughs> it's a uh, battleship from 2012, 
And, and uh, not only just 2012, it was released exactly 10 years ago this weekend. Like oh, we are really? on the 10 year anniversary. No way. Of this release right <laughs> That's now. crazy. That's weird. So we're 10 years past the end of the Mayan calendar. How did we not yeah. die? Yeah. How do we oh, not die? Weird. You know yeah, what's, yeah. you know, what's even weirder. Just let me just, this is just going to freak you out. Okay. When film sex started, we were two years away from battleship and nice. uh, sorry, three, nine, 10, 11, three, three. years away from battleship. <laughs> numbers. <laughs> and if you, Looked if we would have sacked a movie from ten years previous to the yeah. start of the show, it would have been a film from nineteen ninety nine. Right, yeah. It's like if we had 90s. started film by sacking the Matrix, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is just time weird. is effed. Anyway, battle uh, battleship twenty twelve based on the game, and there's a whole Hasbro logo and all that shit in there. This is uh, of course in the in the wake of the <laughs> the success of the of the uh, the Transformers and other Hasbro property, sure. which had done quite well. And they thought, hey, why it not? Made sense. Clue. It made Clue. Yeah, they sure. said they did. We did so well with Clue. Let's yeah. do Battleship. Yeah. Yeah. And don't you think that like the biggest mistake of this entire enterprise is that is that like putting that name up front and calling it this and like setting those expectations a hundred percent because everybody yeah. hears this and goes no way that movie's any good and here's the here's the problem i ran into i think this movie without all that is okay it's not the it's it's actually better than most I, of these stupid alien invasion State. movies yeah it's just yeah a, it's yeah, one I, of those right. and it's fine i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this movie is good yeah no yeah. i am too just, i know like, i know like imagine like imagine if it had independence days like um uh, prestige, you know, like right. I, 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 imagine I, I, if Rihanna pulled right. off, uh, pulled off a, a hat and or pulled off a, a you know th- this this helmet and punched him in the face. Yeah, but they totally got for planet. Yeah, Independence Day had Randy Quaid. Like, how could you? And Rihanna can't be worse than Randy Quaid, right? You know, like <laughs> no, Rihanna's she's not. Randy she's way Quaid better of this, of this film. Yeah, she is. Don't she actually, is the Randy people Quaid. people Actually, gave Rihanna uh, shit for this film, and I think she did fine. I th- I liked what she did. She got Another a Razzie. Thing. She got a Razzie for it. In fact, oh oh well, the Razzies. Oh, they know. Anyway, listen, Randy, listen to this. Listen to this tri- trivia about that <laughs> Razzie, though. For this film, she became right. the tenth actor to win a Razzie for their debut film. So here are the people that right. have also won that for their first movie: Neil Diamond for The Jazz Singer, John Adams for Gloria, Clinton C- Spillsbury for The Legend of the Lone Ranger. These are very old. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's uh, big back a while. Uh, we'll jump ahead here. Uh, Spice Girls actually got one for. Uh, let's see, Lionel Barrymore. For- <laughs> Oh, okay. This is interesting. Elizabeth Berkley for Showgirls, Dennis Rodman for Double Team, and though not her actual I, debut, the Spice you know, Girls. Do you know what, do you they know don't say which one though? The, That's weird. Do you know how I feel about the Razzies? I, I feel the like Spice Girls. Got <laughs> yeah, they're just like, all in there, dude. I yeah. think so. Do you know how I feel about the Razzies? I feel like the Razzies are comic book guy. That's how I feel about the Razzies. All of them are comic mm. book guys just oh, sitting know. around going. <laughs> I think it's worst movie ever. I just, I just don't, I don't dig it. I don't I like the Razzies. But it, I think it's okay, right? Like they're like right. someone is going to say this was the worst thing of of the year. So like we may as well have it sort of all wrapped up and have its own history and so right. on. Like mm-hmm. someone's going to do. They're it. supposed to be the hey, antithesis of the Oscars, and often they do their little ceremony a day or two before or the same time or right, whatever. Right. And, right. I get I would it. Yeah, to give... the point where even like uh, I think uh, Halle Berry won both a uh, an Oscar and a Razzie in the same year for yeah. uh, like right. Monster Ball, Monsters Ball, and Catwoman or something like. Or not Monsters right. Ball. Yeah, Monster. Monsters Ball. I think just Monster. Catwoman, oh, I think yeah. it's just Monster. Yeah. No, Monsters Ball. You're right. Mon- Monster is uh, Charlie's. Yeah, Charlie's yeah. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to. I just want to say like we, I mentioned Randy Quaid because like uh, movies like this typically have like the wacky dummy. 
Uh, right, this movie right. really doesn't. The closest that Battleship gets to having even one wacky dummy is, is the priest from Midnight Mass. That's the oh, closest yeah. we get. Father it, Paul. Like, oh, this, yeah. <clears throat> Father Paul's this, in this. this I, I knew he looked familiar, yeah, and I yeah. was like, why do I know this dude? This this nervous scientist up in the Hawaii station or whatever. I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. And I finally looked yeah. at him. I'm like, oh, shit. You're a freaking vampire. Uh, Father Paul trying to take out your congregation after eight episodes and, and i know him i know him based on a uh, well number one lead he was in legion he was the uh kind of the oh, yeah. main bad guy in legion yeah. which underrated and boy did that show take a turn in its second season but also um a, a really cool show that i think only lasted two seasons maybe it was a robin williams uh okay yeah sitcom before uh, he died where he was head was of an called? advertising agency oh. the, funny, the funny ones or yeah. the something like that right uh, i'd forgotten about that did the that, crazy ones. The crazy, the crazy, ones. crazy, crazy ones. ones. Right. Yeah. Right. I'd forgotten. He, it was right before he died, I think. Right he was he in died. Yeah. He, This guy, uh, Hamish Linklater, is who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He was in six episodes of The Newsroom. Mm-hmm. He was in four episodes of Fargo. You never noticed those things. And if you go to IMDb and look at him and look at what he's known for, what they say he's known for, Midnight Mass isn't even in the top four. Mm. What? <laughs> no, Are guys, you serious? Guy's all over the place. He's uh, he's uh-huh. he's good at blending in as well. I remember him in Fargo, but I I had forgotten when I saw him in Midnight Mass. I had forgotten that this was him at all because that guy is a very yeah. different character than anything else he plays. So I I don't know. He's notable in that way. I think it's worth pointing it's- out that guy's a good actor and he's really good at. <laughs> Sinking into whatever he needs to be, even this like shitty, loathable, loathable character in this movie. Nobody likes right. this guy. It's freaking annoying as, as hell until he shows up later with a with a briefcase and hit you briefcase know. and he, he wields his briefcase. <laughs> I right. I I think there's no I think there was no big dummy in this one. No, no. Uh, I, I mean, reason why is because I, I it was you had a you had a thread such a, a you had a thread a needle here because. You're working really close with the military, and you're you're really presenting the Navy, and you don't want to present them in a negative light in this film, not the way it's set up. So well, they I were mean, big on that, yeah. And and Berg yeah. is big, big. T- his dad was in the Navy; was like an officer in the Navy. Right. So Peter Berg, director and writer, <clears throat> their co-creator of this thing, Peter Berg. He's really into that, like honoring the military, honoring the police. He does this in a bunch of his movies, and uh, so that didn't surprise me. Those old guys, in the, the old guys at the the beginning ceremony I, were actual sailors mm-hmm, from. Yeah, like, you know. I actually, I, I got so many chills in this film. It's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. I yeah. hated mm-hmm, the fact mm-hmm. I tried to resist it. I'm like, I'm not falling for this <laughs> rah rah shit. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think that's okay. I really want to. Yeah. Like, I really want to give people an excuse to to enjoy especially the last 20 minutes of this movie. The, oh, yeah. If you, if you just – like if you've seen this movie before and you just want to review a little thing, go to the last 20 minutes. Start with the the point where everything's gone to hell and they're all lost and most of the cast is in these two inflatable boats and yeah. they're zooming into Pearl Harbor and they're just talking like they're all beaten down. Everything's bad. And you like start there. And where they come in and they realize, oh, we still have the USS Missouri over here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like that last 20 minutes is solid action movie. Yeah, it's good. When they sl- when they slide, when they do that power slide with the battleship, mm-hmm. I was sold. They were sl- yeah. I was like, that, <laughs> were, that is uh, so stupid. And yeah. I guarantee you somebody's like, I couldn't have like, that's fine. I don't care. No, all that shit wouldn't there. happen. The yeah, thing where they but- fire it up in two seconds also doesn't happen. It doesn't right. work that I, way. I hate to be the, you know, the, but hold on. Right, um, right, right. How much of that stuff, like, would they still have live ammunition yes. on a... No. Yeah, I, so I looked all this up. 
Really? Okay. There's, okay. A ton of, right. there's a ton of stuff around this movie because like hmm. they have all this, it's a $200 million movie. Like there's all these yeah, making yeah. of and behind mm-hmm. the scenes videos and stuff. Sure. And, uh, both Berg and uh, his uh, second unit director have all these different things where they sat down and talked about how uh, there was a Congress passed an act in like 2006 that uh, a limited number of museum ships had to be right. kept in readiness uh, oh. to, to go back into service if necessary. I so love that. they literally have a, a ammo dump like right next to the museum ships, oh. and they could be they could be loaded up and ready to go. They have to be able to be loaded up and ready to go in 24 hours and so on. And it's Hope like you're listening, enemies. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like like they were they were so serious about this movie about yeah, an yeah. alien invasion having a lot of these sort of limited but realistic aspects right yeah right mm-hmm. yeah right and, and I love like, it. so like the old salts all being uh nearby mm-hmm. like that yeah. was like that was like realistic there's actually a bunch of these people who hang out and live near the museum ship that I they served love, on i yeah. love that <laughs> you know? idea of an old w- soldier warrior old coming back yeah. for one more i'm like yeah if you could die there at your old age getting one more battle against the aliens you could go to valhalla yeah. it would be freaking sweet yeah it kind of worked and i and i hate to say it but that all that that uh acdc music kind of helped <laughs> it did i hated it but i, loved I know it. i kind of hated it too this is the whole problem i had yeah. with the movie the only real problem i have with the movie is because you're saying hey based on a board game you kind of yeah. you kind of clip it in the in the heel a little bit, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like by yeah. doing that you're saying, please don't take this seriously because clearly you can't take right. a, a game ser- or a movie seriously. It's based on a board game that you've all played, some plastic piece of shit board game that you had when you were kids. You can't possibly take any of this seriously, but it's good enough that it trans it transcends that and is better yeah. than any of that and makes me go, just take out the I don't I don't know that anybody saw this or would have seen this. Just because it's based on a board game. So tear that right. out and just be a, a yeah. cool and action movie about, they, you know, aliens. And that's yeah. it. And the only part they really, I mean, it was very loosey goosey with reference to it, but they did the scene where they're uh, shooting the alien ships who are coming towards them at night. Apparently, the aliens can't see at night, whatever. Uh, and they can't you know, see there's a the day. Yeah, they can't see. Yeah, the they, day. they, they can't, can't, can't see, period. Sunlight. Yeah. But uh, there's this, there's this <laughs> grid of buoys. I don't think. Boobies yeah. are played, placed gonna, that accurately in a grid. I couldn't be wrong. The, and how oh, they yeah. use the tsunami warning system. I, I thought that right. was brilliant. Like, I, yeah. from, from like a construction point of view of a, like you're making a movie. What can we? What can we? You know, mm-hmm. jump onto. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I, I'll bet you those uh, those the little devices are spread way out in the Pacific, like a right. hundred miles apart. But who cares? I, but who cares? <laughs> I parked my brain and said, "This is fun. I'm pulling for these guys." Yeah, and you know you gotta. They had been alluding to it all along. I mean, even from all the way at the beginning when they were playing their their soccer game. You know, it's like you gotta you gotta take your shot without looking or looking and like, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. gonna come in later. Mm-hmm. And well, sure enough, it comes I'll, in. I'll tell you like what that. happened to me. The the weirdest experience I had in the movie is because like overall I enjoyed it. I had like Armageddon levels of enjoyment here. I enjoyed. Oh yeah, it. absolutely. Um, here's the problem. And the, by the way, effects amazing. They hold up. They look great. Uh, yeah. explosions are great. Those ships are badass. I love how they hop around. That stuff is all cool. But the minute that those alien ships literally, and I don't like saying literally a lot, but they sent literal versions of the pegs <laughs> that you use in oh, yeah, the yeah, actual the, the battleship game and they plug into those bombs. other ships and then explode. I, I just about it. took a, I about pooped. I about pooped. <laughs> 
I you know I what? clapped. You know I what? clapped and left. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. I saw this movie in the theater when it opened. I yeah. forgot most of it. I forgot almost everything yeah. about it. Like mm. when I sat down to watch this movie with you guys, I I could not recall aliens being even a part of it. I did not remember <laughs> yeah. that yeah. aliens were a part of yeah. it. I was wow. surprised on second viewing that aliens showed up. Like wow. seriously, I, I, it, that's, I said, how, that's how little I remembered of this movie. Yeah. But yeah. then I watched the whole movie the second time and it never <laughs> once occurred to me uh, that those little peg pieces were things. Scott <laughs> oh, said really? it and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I yeah. don't think this is the big point against it, Scott. No, it's not. It it's not at all. <laughs> don't get, trust me. If you ask me right, right this yeah. second, hey Scott, after you've seen it all, would you prefer they didn't have those pegs? No, they're badass. Yeah, I really like them. Something. Yeah, they needed something else to tie it to the game. We've got the, you know, right. we've got the. Uh, uh, I think he moved into square B twenty seven. Oh, okay, fire. Oh, it's a miss. You know, yeah. we have that. Yeah. yeah, and then we have the pegs, and really, that's it. That's it. Because, you know, my yeah, favorite, yeah. Uh, whenever I break out the battleship game, my favorite part is the beginning when the aliens arrive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, actually, they, you know, they made, Hasbro made the battleship alien version you can buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, later. Well, sure so, they did. In yeah. The, yeah, after the fact, sure. In retrospect, I want, yeah. I, I want that. I want it really bad. You can probably eBay uh, that right now. Your your mm-hmm. your big yeah. dream is about to come true. Go check that it's out. Because, yeah. you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna have to, like, you know, if I, if I have the spaceship, I'm going like, to have to throw it at the board from the other side. That's right. Coming down, like, from the Goldilocks planet. Uh, I also I have some couple of questions. Those are kind of plot points. Um, so the aliens are portrayed as as uh, creatures who have at least a code of war, right? Yeah, I so didn't. They won't didn't shoot you if you're not being it's, aggressive. Because like when that ship turned, right. eventually they went. You know, all their little targeting things went green. And they're like, okay, we're not mm-hmm. going to fire on right. you. So what were they actually doing? Here, right? Like, I, well, here's the thing, and and I was trying to figure that out too. And I think we get the tiniest little bit of unexplained uh, backstory there when there's this weird sort of mind meld that uh, the first alien yeah. dude has with uh, with Hopper, oh, where right. he puts Pretty his chin. hand on his face right. and. Uh, yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden we get like, for some reason, that's when Hopper's able to say, oh, wow, he sees like their old planet. It's getting destroyed and they have yeah. war there and all that. Yeah. And so they're looking for a new place to hang. But can we come live with you guys? Dude, they've got those chin beards. They're looking for a place to hang. No kidding. <laughs> Dude, how would you like it if your beard is made out of like hard freaking shard plastic? Bone. Bone. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, nasty. Quills. I, yeah. Yeah. If cool. I could, if I could improve the movie overall, like if I could just make one quick edit and re- improve the movie, I mm-hmm. would never show the alien. I would, I yeah, would yeah. keep them inside well, their suits and never, ever show them. Not even the hand. I think the hand kind of uh, was a really? problem. Uh, See, I, I like that. Oh, really? I like that because what that did to me was say it, – it, it, it feeds into a theory that is actual an actual theory that if other life on other planets has evolved similar to ours, they'll look a lot like us humanoid-wise, but they'll have differences. They'll have evolved right, right. differently with the with maybe some physical characteristics, and so in this case, their eye hands or their weird or their eyes, right? And they and they maybe live on a planet where yes, it sustains life, but there's an issue with 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 bright light or with sun or something like I right. that that to me is actually kind of a cool feature of of the yeah. movie, but but only if you think of it that way. If you're if you would rather not have. I don't know, alien stereotypes in the thing. I get that. Like, so, right. You know, so in the DVD extras, there's actually a brief snippet where, uh, the, where Peter Berg says, uh, 
we probably should have uh, made it more clear that the aliens are not an invasion force. They're not like Marines. Right. They're scientists. Like oh. that. Oh, like that. Oh, really? That at all? I mean, Little I get that things. from the ones that are on the the hill with the um, yeah, with the telescopes. Yeah. But yeah. certainly the ones that land in the water feel like more of an invasion force than a. Right. <laughs> hey, yeah. we're scientists. At least, a, <laughs> at least a scouting, right? A scouting expedition, and yeah. it was it was kind of interesting because once. I, the fact that they kept going, okay, we're going to kill these people, but not these people. It's armed. It's not armed. I was like, okay, so that shows like at least a you know, some kind of code that they have of whether they're going to kill or not. And I'm like, okay. But it's then a- when, they do the, when they do the flash thing, it's all uber violent and total destruction. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It's all super hand wavy too. Like the, yeah. the way that you're supposed to understand this is the aliens have come not as an invasion force, but they've come to see if this planet is a place where they could live and, and right. kind of like take a, like they figure they're going to just find animals here and they, they, they need to, you know, push the animals aside and live. And well, so do like they, cause they, cause they get our, the reason they come is they get our signal, which is the reason we're yeah. doing it there. Cause we think their planet's inhabitable. Now they're like, Oh shit. Somebody, we can get, we found one. They've contacted us. Now we're going to follow that signal and see where it came from. I don't, I think they expected to find all kinds of, I like the, yeah. the in this in this explanation their ordinance is like those those little bombs they have is they're what they're going to use to like drill down into the earth's crust and see if they find like oil or something oh, right <laughs> like, wait that's you know what, what I mean? peter like, berg said like the, the yeah like that's the, really? the everything about them is them coming to find out if it's a, a habitable place and set up camp and like right. the you know so like that's why they they see the the everything that doesn't threaten them is green and they and they accidentally see some things as not threats that are right. infinitely threats. Right. And so that's I, how I did, it all. Well, yeah. I didn't feel really good about the end of the movie because I was like, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, that was just five. And when they don't come back, it only took them half a minute to get here. So I'm pretty sure they're going to send <laughs> right. part two. It did, it did feel like that. I think that, you know, like it, it really was like a five year or seven year time right. frame from the Which, from the time we sent out the signal till they well, come yeah, back. Yeah, I mean but- – the haircut, the haircut, like that's you know, yeah, that took a long time. That haircut, yeah, but yeah. also yeah. that that also might explain how he, you know, now he's in the navy and now he's he's moved up a few ranks and trying to get his crap together and now he's an officer down in the in the ordnance room or whatever. So I, Taylor Kitsch's seven year haircut. Yeah, there yeah. you go. This is <laughs> this is such great anime fair because I felt like this story was a, also a love letter a little bit to. to all those space anime films where the, the yeah. younger brother, he's mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, the younger brother is kind of a, you know, a, a no good Nick. And the older brother is the good guy and they go into military and then the older brother dies. Then he has to step up. And oh my gosh, you are like, so wow, correct this about this. I'm almost annoyed how, how true I think that is like that. You, wow. right. you, you have captured. Oh my gosh. I've seen at least a dozen anime sci-fi movies or TV shows right. that are that plot, and that is the, this plot. It's a hundred percent this plot. The yeah. one, the one that came that to mind for me was Big Hero Six. Like, okay. uh, that's a good like one. Tada- yep. It's Tadashi. Tadashi, like he's he is Hero's big brother. <laughs> like right. this, yeah. the whole thing. And what is hap- What happens to Tadashi? Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does well for the big brother. There's probably some kind and of uh, name for this trope, right? Probably some brother. I'm sure there uh, is. Thing. It's just it's just Big Brother. Yeah. Like I, you, I you first saw go, it. Mm. I, I first saw it in uh, a Robotech or Macross or however you. Yeah, those are full of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's how that all starts. What, what's the one with the big ship, the Yamato in the in space? Um, 
the series. Is it the Spaceship Yamato? No. Well, it, was, it may have been called that in Japan, but here it was called something else. Oh, Star Blazers. That's what we called it. Oh, Star Blazers. Oh, Star Blazers. Yes, okay. Yeah, that, that thing's full of older brother, young brother, uh, yeah. space bullshit. And I think the brother even dies early on and then maybe comes back yeah. later. But it's all this same idea. I hadn't really yeah. considered that. I don't know. It's a good universal topic. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, family, family and blood and all that. Live it up to the that's... brother with the, you know, everything the brother did. You've got to live up to it. And Yeah. And this this is such a weird, what a weird reunion for all the Friday Night Lights people. So you got Landry over there. You <laughs> got Fat Damon. Too. It was Fat Damon before he got fat. He's looking great. Right. Right. Uh, you oh, got wait, Jesse Plemons? Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Plemons. Plemons. Yeah. You yeah. got um, him and Taylor Kitsch, of course. Uh, so you got Riggins and I and, uh, forgot the Riggins. name of the other character. Or who, uh, what's the name played? Damn it. I can't remember. I wrote it down somewhere. Okay, anyway. Stop a second. Stop a second. I know. It's been, it's been two Landry, months now. Landry. Landry. There you go. It's been two mm. months now since I told you to watch Jesse Plemons' movie, Windfall. Has anybody watched it? Not yet. Uh, no, but it is at the top I of uh, I don't take requests. <laughs> I know you don't. I love, I love him. So I'm, I'm all in on watching anything with yeah. him in it. So you seriously, when, when life gives you plemons, you make plemonade. Yeah, you you do make plemonade. You're right. I just, I just found it kind of difficult after, after the last ten years have passed to watch this Jesse Plemons. This Jesse Plemons was just like, gosh, he was so one note and so like useless it was early then, like, right. early his, on his his a whole job in the movie is to be a blank slate on which you eventually paint the old salts needs right mm-hmm. so right, now right. okay now he's serving this old salt dude he he's yells at him a, barks at him look through that viewfinder okay <laughs> he's like a year from he's like a year from being todd on breaking bad and he's about three oh, wow. years away from his fargo run and i think those two things are really the the impetus for his his what about Jungle Cruise? Growth. Huh? What about that? <laughs> what about it? Was he in Jungle Cruise? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, he plays the bad guy, Jungle oh. Cruise. Oh, really? That's oh, cool. Yeah. I like great. him. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I like him yeah, a lot. He's, he's did, we, did we talk I, about Skarsgård? I like that movie, too. Whatever. Did, did we talk me. about Skarsgård's uh, uh, No Pants Pant, in his IMDb? We talked Dude, about I think that? we talked about it last week. Yeah, it was all, all, all over Film Sack. You had a whole episode of film, of, of the Morning Stream on Tuesday. That's right. That's what oh, I'm thinking of it. That's right. right. It was that's TMS right. we talked about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay right. That makes sense. I was, I was in uh, Discord yelling at you uh, trying to get your attention <laughs> and neither of you neither of you were looking at yeah. Discord so I deleted all of my messages. because. Like, <laughs> you know what else was um, kind of cool is this movie liked to hire actual vets and actual I love that uh, army dudes so part of that's great because it adds authenticity so Gregory D. Gadsden plays the guy with no legs and he's that's uh, Colonel Gregory Gadsden sorry that's right Lieutenant Colonel anyway and he that guy's like the real deal that he lost his legs in a real battle like that's that guy's real but you know what he's not a good actor so it's just hard because you got this combination of like ooh, he's legit but then also oh he's not i know i I felt bad not liking his acting because oh man same you know same (laughs) exactly the same it it annoyed me in my set my i i annoyed myself is what i'm trying to say right yeah right right. so i just want to give you some more details there uh so colonel gadsden um he was not colonel yet i don't think in 2007 uh, was coming back from a memorial service in Baghdad. He was in a he was in a vehicle with two other soldiers, coming from a, a funeral when an IED hit his vehicle uh-huh. and he lost both legs yeah. and he took a, a really bad injury to his right arm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that knocks him completely out of service. Uh, he gets fitted with gen- like next gen prosthetics. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, on the way back to being going back into the army, um, he makes this movie. And uh, like the people making the movie really, they really wanted people like him. They wanted to, to get like, like not to give it authenticity, but to also kind of like celebrate that there are actual soldiers. There's a ton of them and they're actually right. still capable of doing great things. Yeah. No, so he's, he's after, awesome. After this movie comes out, he uh, got to assume command of Fort Belvoir. This guy is the oh, really? freaking commanding officer. Right. Of a 47,000 soldier garrison. That's pretty cool. And uh, like that just uh, it's just awesome to me that like, yeah, like the the story of this, this is his only real performance in anything fictional. <laughs> and like the, the, the story of, of it is this person is portraying re- regaining uh, so much right mm-hmm. in the midst of this stupid (laughs) you know alien invasion like i i thought it was great i I love the i love the exploration into his his character and you know i I don't know how much of that came from the heart of you know how he felt uh being hurt like this and injured and you know still like how much of it he really channeled like of his own yeah sure god i i i it gave me i think i totally ignored any type of you know, moderate acting because I was just so enthralled with the idea. This guy really is yeah. who he says. The he way is. it is too. You know what it is too. I see somebody like this and, and I, and I might see a moment of like real intensity on screen and then he's just sort right. of whatever nonchalant face about it. Think right. about that for a second. This guy's seen That's some shit in his life. Yeah. Some yeah, yeah, real yeah. shit, it's right? Real shit. Yeah. yeah. And that, so doing something like this and coming off as a little bit wooden, well, and that's the and the character is written. <laughs> the character is yeah, written yeah. that way, right? He is just yeah. he is absolutely repulsed by the the thought of carrying on, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like he, I thought he portrayed it really, really well. I I am mad at CinemaSins. I don't know why I watched the CinemaSins. <laughs> For, for this i don't know did you just have an all battleship day yesterday i'm yeah. telling you man you just really dove in really yeah cinema sins one of their sins for this movie is colonel gadson walking toward the camera in a navy movie wearing an army shirt I'm like okay the guy okay. graduated from west point yeah right he's yeah. what's don't don't say that it's bad right <laughs> for him to be wearing an army shirt yeah i <laughs> I uh, yeah, <clears throat> I don't think that's a sin. I think they could probably no, no. <laughs> uh, they could probably apply that to something else. There's a lot of other sins in this movie. It doesn't my, have to be well, that one. My my bitterness. The only part that was kind of bad about those scenes was my bitterness of when they were showing all this high tech and all this love that the military was giving this guy, and I'm like. Do they really have a high tech facility like that where this guy gets to walk around on these high tech shoes and stuff probably and, not on a wahoo probably that's not. the, the yeah. thing like, there's a the, several a number of things here where i'm like mm, maybe but not a wahoo like yeah. sorry right. that's a, a, a wahoo is way behind the times like all over did you guys <laughs> you see did you see guys <laughs> see one of the dudes in there one of the one of the uh, people in therapy or whatever was playing doodle jump on their oh, phone. Really? Oh, I, yeah, saw I, that. That. I saw that. Yeah. I missed, it. Do- I missed that. Doodle freaking jump, man. Well, there's a man, if there was anything that we needed like to to say, here is exactly when this movie was made. Yep. I, his- I know. Yep. And I look forward to the twenty thirty two film Doodle Jump. It's gonna <laughs> right, be right, where somebody's gonna be playing battleship in the background. <laughs> yeah. See, but sometimes these things are better than they have any right to be. Like that I think this yeah. movie qualifies. I think movies like uh the Angry Birds movie is really good. And it shouldn't the Sonic be. Sonic the Hedgehog movie uh, better than it 
the, the better than it should Rangers. be, right? And there's plenty of examples of things that are bad, uh, obviously. But this is a case where it just feels like Peter Berg, who makes good movies and he's a good filmmaker, he makes he makes this b- way better than it probably had yeah. any right to be. I still think, though, from the get go all the way till today, it hurts it to be associated with a freaking board game. It makes sure. it it just lessens. The impact it makes you go, oh well, you're just you know, what are you doing here? You're yeah. just throwing money. Right. At I, thing. But I, I, you know, I thought about that a lot. That's probably the thing I probably thought the most about was thinking, well, what they, could they have done differently? Let's just take Battleship completely out of it. Even if we just had little nods and you know, and we didn't know it was, let's say Hasbro didn't, wasn't even involved okay. at all. All right, and we still had some of those Battleship scenes. That would be funny because it would just be incidental. But I was thinking, how else would you sell this? If I, I I can't even imagine the trailer. It would feel like an Armageddon trailer or something. And I'm like, would that have tempted me well, any more? <clears throat> that's a good point. To go see this. Yeah, film? And, and in 2012, where you had literally a whole other uh, disaster movie it, called 2012. Dis- um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was disaster movie time right leading up to 2012. The same happened on, up to you know night, up to the year 2000. Yeah, I mean because we were all th- we didn't all think it, but there was a lot of talk. Oh, the end of the Mayan calendar. That's it. We're it's over. It's over, man. Yeah, game Those over. people are stupid. But uh, but, but yes. To, <laughs> to feed to feed into the to just to the zeitgeist of like yeah we this is when we like our disaster movies in 2012 right. would this have I mean I think I guess this succeeded not maybe not wildly but it did okay right it got its money back I think right um, yeah had it had it been uh, the addition is a different marketing right I think they could have right. done it and said the action movie event of the year where the thing does the stuff and there's an alien deal. And they could have gone, you know, that direction. But the real question is where we, did we have the appetite in 2012 for that? I don't know. I think we could have, because if we had an average, okay. So look at the following year, 2013 Pacific Rim. If you advertised it Mm. like Pacific Rim, which Mm -hmm. I don't think this movie is that far off from. I think this movie is better than Pacific Rim there. Boom. Take that. It's better than Pacific. So, well, it's yeah. So I mean, definitely I, better, I, but it, also it, cut from the same cloth. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But it sure. made it made money. Uh, so Pacific Rim made not not a ton, but this Battleship lost money. So maybe a oh, little. Oh, did lose money? I angle. didn't. I didn't know if it lost money. Yeah, this movie did. Battleship did. Matter did of fact, it? early on, they they had decided to stop. They said no, we're just going to cancel it, and to avoid. Uh, and to avoid losing fifty million, they decided to go ahead and go with it, and end up losing one hundred fifty million. Wrong move. Interesting. Wrong move. So let me ask you this then, because that's right. that's interesting to know that. Um, do you think we, this is a Bruckheimer style? Uh, that's what this is, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think totally. maybe we were a bit overdone on those for a long time. There were there were too many. Um, what's his name? Uh, not Bruckheimer. Oh, uh, Michael, Michael Bay. Bay movies. Michael no, Bay Michael movies. Bay. Yeah. Michael Bay movies in the decade before. This. Sure, but then, uh, but right. then on the other hand, you saw Michael Bay killing it with Transformers because I think people had a taste for the fanti- fantasy and the fantastical. Now, you, yes, uh, there are aliens in this, but you know, I don't mean that kind it, of fantasy. Mean, if you mean tricking people into spending a lot of money watching bad movies, then yeah, that's killing it. But like I say, I, I, I'm, I'm saying by the time this movie comes out, people already feel tricked. They they mm-hmm. feel like oh the you know the Transformers movies suck and I'm not going to go see oh well they kept going though like I, as much yeah, as we yeah. can talk they about how much money. those movies suck those movies made so much freaking money in the yeah. billions of dollars so I so and and they knew how bad the last one was and they still went so what I'm saying is I think there was a taste for something just a little bit more out there. Right. And I would say Pacific Rim is a oh. good example of this because it's like, hey, what if it's kaijus and giant defense robots? And everybody would be like, yeah, even though I don't think it was a very good movie. 
So right. I think that I think maybe this movie was made at a time. You you make this I, movie in '98, people lose their. I shit. know what you're. I know what you're looking for. I got it. One million dollar budget, American warships, the Maku type, uh, the the ones that Asylum do, does came out the same year. That's the one you're looking for. American Warships has uh, Mario Van Peebles. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. And oh, <laughs> Carl it. Weathers. Carl Weathers. I'm sorry. Carl Weathers is in that too. Apologies. Uh, I mean, and uh, Mand- Mandela Van Peebles, whoever that is. I guess it must be a brother or something. Maybe it's, it's, it's someone we yeah, all thought we Mandela knew, but we don't. Same, yeah. yeah. Same, same basic plot, you know. Uh, U.S. plane is taken down overseas, but I don't know assailant army is sure it was North Korea. And guess what? No, it was aliens. Uh, so yeah. get your American warships they, out. Yeah. They actually made another one uh, in 2014 <laughs> called Bermuda Tentacles. Okay, yeah. Nice. And oh my god. So that's that's us bad. fighting against a giant underwater creature yeah, maybe alien exactly. as well. Okay. Mm. Okay. It's an anime but in the hentai category, yeah. I believe. But yeah. if you if you if you missed uh, Battleship which is going off Netflix, but there's a lot of other services. Let's say you miss it. I think it goes off at the end of this month. Hey, no big deal. You can check out American Warships free on Pluto TV, Peacock, oh, Tubi, I, just about anywhere you want to see it. I, I don't have any expectation, by the way, that Battleship is leaving uh, Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> that looks like it's going to be there forever. Because, like, uh, Amazon, yeah. I don't know, Amazon pays well or something? Well, Dunaway, or uh, Ibit pointed out, it's on, like, three services right now. Even well, yeah, I thought it was on HBO. HBO. It used to be on HBO Max. That one it got okay. pulled from, and it leaves Netflix at the end of this month, but... Amazon right. Prime that we they've they've uh, they they're in a long term relationship uh, <laughs> with uh, Battleship. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Probably. You don't see that a lot these days. People give up on yeah, these relationships exactly. too quick. No, yeah. Those those kids are really going to make it. <laughs> they are so, going to make it. <laughs> so i I don't want to I don't want to take us away from touching on on all the different amazing cast of this movie. This movie has so much better cast than it had any right. Yeah, the cast oh, yeah. great. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, did you by the way? Did you spot a like three years before he was going to be on Mr. Robot, Rami Malek. Yeah, Rami Malek was in there t- uh, t- uh, taking <laughs> orders from uh, from uh, taking from Liam Neeson. Yeah, from Liam Neeson. Well, yeah, yeah. Taking orders, taking orders. Yeah, he had a special <laughs> so set of skills, and he would pass those on to Rami Malek, and he would take right, care of it. Yeah, yeah. And there was, and there was probably uh, more Rami Malek later. Like they, they uh, probably lost a scene where the that ship, which is trapped outside the bubble, mm-hmm. which yeah. I mean. That's sorry. That's that's kind of bad screenwriting, right? Like if you you take you take your uh, best actor in the entire yeah, movie yeah. and trap them outside <laughs> all of the action. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody at this point. We're talking 2012. The biggest thing he had done up to this point, Rami Malek, Rami Malek, Rami, whatever. Uh, the Pacific <laughs> was the biggest thing he had done, which was a, the miniseries on HBO. Prior to that, all bit roles, including his original, his first acting gig was on the Gilmore Girls, which I've seen that (laughs) scene. It's very weird. But he was, you know, very early in things. This is Night at the Museum. I just want to make it clear. Yeah, yeah. When I said when I said you trapped your biggest actor out of the action, I was talking about Liam. Oh, Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, no, that's, this dude I is like you were talking about too. Very he's a full Liam on, Neeson. very nasal, and also cameo is shit. Like you barely yeah. use him in this thing, which is yeah. yeah although he, well, never mind. I don't want to blow my what Twitter is, post. I, what is? <laughs> I don't know. I he has he has a bunch of scenes. You know, it's not really cameo per se. He has the best line in the movie, which I I can't recreate. I hope you captured it, where he's talking to Washington D.C. and just tells them oh, he's to yelling f at him. off, yeah. and he slams yeah. the phone down. Oh, Peter McNichol, like, uh, uh, yeah, whistle uh, whistle uh, whistle nostril himself there. Uh, why am I drippings with goo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I always forget he's the dude from yeah. Ghostbusters too. Until he-go, you remind me, oh, he go, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
They that, oh. that was more of a cameo. But no, you're. I mean, you have to admit though, if you're going to put Liam Neeson in your movie, it's usually a lot more yeah. than this. Like, right? He's just in right. there to Sometimes, be mad, yeah. and then be mad again, and then be weird about the son-in-law, and then you know, and then be okay with it and get a chicken burrito. Let's have a meal. Like that's his job. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and of course, he's uh, all up in the trope of the general's daughter. Which, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I Is was that a good movie. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were tired of this trope long before 2012. Right. Oh, hell yeah. I just, I don't know why it just kind of sucked me along that his that his daughter was Brooklyn Decker and she was in love with the bad boy and. I don't yeah. know. Brooklyn was, Decker is, is freaking astoundingly beautiful. That person. She really yeah. is. Yeah. She is like, she, I don't know. I don't know what what's in the water at her upbringing, but <laughs> man, she's pretty. But but yeah, like there something worked about that. I thought it was fine. She actually hasn't done a ton. Um, she did. Uh, she's on. She's somebody on Grace and Frankie. Yeah, she's, I guess yeah, she's still doing Grace and Frankie, right? They're still yeah. they're still running. Wow, I can't believe that movie. That, that series is. Still they just running. dropped a new wow. season. I think. Um, yeah. but anyway, they, well, they have to hurry. Those two leads aren't going to live forever, you know, <laughs> but she's not Terrible. in much like battleship. And then there's like five things. And then, the, and then for Grace and Frankie. So I, I, I always felt like when I saw, I didn't even see the movie back when it came out, but when I saw this person, this Brooklyn Decker yeah. person in 2012, I went, Oh, big she, career coming. Dude, this is going to be nonstop. Well, she's, yeah. Why when not? You go to I New mean, York really and take a tour. Make sure you ride the Brooklyn Decker. <laughs> ah, the Brooklyn Decker. I thought that I was mean, what you left in the room. bathroom. Don't, don't take the, a Brooklyn Decker. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she's been on ninety-four Brooklyn episodes Upper of Brooklyn Grace and Frankie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No. She's, she's been pretty busy. She's fine. She's fine. I'm yeah. not saying it needs oh, yeah. to be anything special. I just thought we'd see a million blockbusters with her in it. I don't know why. Yeah. Just had that feeling. But now there's only one. Yeah, but she was she was good. Uh, the Taylor Kitsch, you know, say what you want. A lot of people think he's just some dreamy whatever, but I think he's a good actor. I, I like him. I like him a lot. This yeah. and um, John Carter, Warlord of Mars. The, the these kind Is of Warlord, Warlord. Well, the comic, whatever, was, whatever the, it's called. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. 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 The name John Carter, is. whatever it is. Uh, did these kind of sink him? Because I I feel like he could have gone oh. on to be uh, no. another Channing Tatum or another. Yeah, um, well, he's still in all kinds got, of shit. I, don't I would think his give, personality is. I don't think his personality is big enough to go beyond this. He was I, perfect for this. I don't but. know about that. I think he could do more. Uh, if he didn't, yeah, okay. So he's great in True Detective. If you've never seen the Waco TV miniseries, he played right. David Koresh in that. Oh, I forgot about that. Unbelievably yeah, right. good in that. Like, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he transforms into this whole other. Person. So crazy! It's so good. Um, and he's in other stuff. <clears throat> we never, this, we never got a true. We were going to get a, a Gambit uh, solo movie because I know right. he, he, you know, appeared as Gambit in the uh, X Men Origins thing. But uh, yeah, he's a great upper crust TV actor. I and that's not an insult. That's actually, yeah. I think TV is some great entertainment. But I, on the big screen, I just don't know if it plays as well. Well, what's I hilarious? It's one. hilarious if you would have gone back in 2012 and said, "Hey, who do you think is going to have the bigger?" Uh, run here you think it's going to be taylor kitsch you think it'd be jesse plemons of your of your friday night lights right, alumni who's sure. going to go the furthest jesse plemons is so unique though he's such a he's, oh no he's, he's the same guy in everything he's in but no 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 but he is unique to the other right. actors no no no. that's what i'm saying i'm saying I'm, i mean this as a compliment he's one of these actors right. that he shows up and i am immediately interested 
I, right. I, Power of the Dog is He's a better movie because Jesse Plemons is in it. Uh, yeah. Fargo season two is a masterpiece, partly because Jesse Plemons is in it, but he's not really doing anything other than Jesse Plemons doing Jesse Plemons, yeah. and that's right. fine, hundred percent fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are yeah. a few yeah. actors like that. He's you know Christopher Walken is that. Uh, some right. of our favorite actors in the world are John that. John Turturro usually. Is yeah, that. John Turturro yeah. is almost always that, and that's fine it's a hundred percent cool but if you'd asked me who's gonna have the bigger career the more prestige career i wouldn't have said jesse plemons back then because i didn't know no you know right and and taylor kitsch falls into like this category of looks and ability that's Mm -hmm. massive there are so many actors in this category that look and sound and act kind of like him and it includes like comedic actors like Eric McCormick and David Duchovny. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, right. it's, it's, it's a huge long list that he's trying to fight his way out of. And it's just yeah. not going to, you know, it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's competition. Funny. You mentioned, there's no competition uh, for the, for the Plemons role, right? You can't, yeah. Oh can't, no. Yeah. He's, he's got his own market. He's, he's unique. <laughs> he's got yeah. his own market. Yeah. Uh, funny. You mentioned David Duchovny. Uh, one of Taylor <laughs> Kitsch's newest products or projects is a, a series, Ooh, a scripted pause. drama limited series about the origins of the opioid crisis oh, with okay. West Duchovny, who I believe oh. is David Duchovny's daughter. Oh, how nice. Oh. Not East Duchovny, who no one talks Not about. Not East, that was, yes. Hmm. That was West. not why I thought of him. I, I thought of him because I just thought, well, of course, yeah. Taylor Kitsch just looks like, for some reason, at, at times, I see yeah. him and he looks like David Duchovny to me. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, uh, yeah, that looks all right. Matthew Broderick. That's weird. Yeah. I said this movie was really well cast, but it's always strange to me when you take a Canadian and a guy who's struggling to overcome his Swedish accent and say they're brothers. Sorry. It's just like, they don't like if any, if not, you can have people who don't look exactly alike and call them brothers. But I need them to sound alike. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, give me that. Skarsgård like, can do it now. He's very good at it. Um, his his American accent is indistinguishable. <laughs> but back then, I'm not sure it yeah. worked. It sounded no. Uh, I, you know, my notes actually say these two are brothers, like Jason Momoa yeah. and a beanbag chair are brothers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that Hard movie bars. I would watch. Yeah. I would be way into that movie. <laughs> I really mean it about how you look like if you took my brother, if none of you have ever seen my brother and you no. took my brother and put him in a police lineup yeah. mm-hmm. and said, all right, which one is Randy's brother? You would never choose this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. But if he spoke, sure. you would go, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, guy. the guy. I got yeah, yeah. the voice right there. This, <laughs> sometimes sounds just sometimes like it is the voice. You're right. But in this particular yeah. case, I mean, look, K- Taylor Kitsch, Canadian, Alexander Skarsgård, very Swedish. Uh, about to have his own again another guy where you look at him and go oh, i wonder who will have the bigger career later i didn't expect Skarsgård to be the monster hit that he is and everything he's in yeah but uh he he i don't know maybe he's look there's that guy's confident enough in his career to be wearing underwear on his freaking uh imdb page IMDb for- to just stand there in half a tuxedo with his dingle <laughs> down there that's Im- that's impressive right. you know yeah. they originally cast jeremy renner as Alex. Oh, yeah. 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 That's I, just, I could no, see that. No. Yeah, I don't, been I don't like that. I could see him. But he, he'd he's do not fine. around long enough to really. He would have been fine. Yeah. Impact. He would have yeah, been, been fine. He would have. Uh, here's the thing with him, though. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, what? Oh, yeah. He's going to be in The Master instead, which is a weird movie. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys seen The Master before? No. Huh? This is the one with um, 2012. Let's see. Uh, this is the Paul Thomas Anderson movie uh, with Joaquin Phoenix, Amy Adams, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Where Hoffman oh. plays like a, 
almost like a uh, Dianetics slash Scientology oh, cult, uh, cult guy. Yeah. That movie huh. is fan freaking tastic. Jesse Plemons is also in that. So I don't know. I don't know how Jesse Plemons had time to to get in there, wow. but I think he played Amy his, Adams, Joaquin Phoenix. I think Plemons wow. played. Yeah, he played Seymour Hoffman's dad or son. Can you imagine more perfect casting than those two pale <laughs> yeah, no freaking white guys right. being related? Butter, butter ball, butter headed uh, toe balls or whatever. Yeah, toe balls. Mm. That uh, a, that's a line from Cheers when uh, Woody Harrelson says, "I don't want to take away your butter headed toe ball." <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's a hell of a thing. If you guys haven't seen, I mean, you've probably everyone's seen There Will Be Blood and Licorice Pizza and Boogie Nights and all that. But if you haven't seen The Master, you should see it. It's very good. I want to make sure we talk about Tadanobu Asano. Uh, He's he's like crammed into this movie. It's bizarre. If you watch the behind the scenes and and the extras, he's only ever speaking in Japanese in those because like he's so uncomfortable in English. And so, like you, you get the feeling. Oh, he had to really get coached into his lines. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's. Maybe it's just a, a, a weird little fact. Like maybe he's fine in English, but I just absolutely love this guy. He's uh, Hogan in the MCU. Oh yeah, in the Thor movies. Okay, cool. He's. Uh, I just love this guy, and uh, most of his most of his work is in in Japanese, but in this movie, there's just something about. And he, and he actually says it in the behind the scenes. I, I don't want to actually take credit for this thinking. He he just says like to think that seventy years after the worst horrors of Pearl Harbor, a yeah, yeah. Japan-born Japanese yeah. actor could be sitting in here in Pearl Harbor making a raw mm. raw uh, you know uh, yeah. uh, humanity movie. Yeah. With uh, on the USS Missouri, like the USS Missouri was the <laughs> ship on which the Japanese signed their surrender. They mm-hmm. like they came out onto that ship and signed the surrender uh, uh, at the end of World War II. Like to think he's on that, and wow. like, like he is considered, he's considered like his character is considered an ally and a hero, and so on. He's just yeah. like, I feel so honored, <laughs> you know. And like that really got me. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I I wish the movie had kind of made that point a little tiny bit more yeah 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 i i felt it too but i i just knew it from the things that i knew but you're right the movie didn't really go hey look at this and it's, I, I it's it hard nice. it's hard because i thought it was nice it's uh, a movie about aliens and it's based on a board game so when you have these right. serious things <laughs> no, that, how much can you say right, right it's hard to get those across because i actually think the movie does a really good job with those moments we've talked about the you know the veterans that show up in the beginning and later at the end and and just the kind of adherence to respecting the military and those who serve in it and then oh right it's aliens and also the board game and these are giant pegs from the board game that are exploding shit like you just have it's hard to join the two and this is my only real complaint about the film still to this moment like we mentioned it up the top of the show i'll say it again the problem with this movie is it's based on a board game and they want me to take it more seriously than a board game deserves since the surprise attack from outer space is on hawaii how would you have felt if this movie was called Pearl Harbor 2? Oh yeah, Lord. I thought about that as well. I was like, what a weird thing to do to have them have a surprise attack in yeah. in Pearl Harbor. I was like, okay, I yeah. guess that's just the center of the universe of <laughs> badness. Yeah, it's, it's the surprise center of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's uh, it's funny. By the way, uh, so here's the weird thing. That trivia says, I'm going to, you know what? We haven't done scrutiny in a while. Let me get a little scrutiny out here. Scrutiny. It said that Jeremy Renner left the production to go work on... Uh, on the master. And then I realized, I don't think I saw him in that. So I went and looked at the cast. He's not in the master. Um, mm-hmm. He was in Avengers that year. 
So my he guess went to is work on his master's degree. Is yeah, my right. my guess is he had to learn archery because he was about to be Clint Barton. Is my thinking. <laughs> right. I could well, be wrong. Made the right choice. And also, yeah. did you guys think? Here's a here's well, he a brain that, he fart. He was in Thor first as Hawkeye before uh, the Avengers, but barely. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He was even uncredited yeah. in that. I think. Yeah, uh, it says he was uncredited right here. I think, was, I think he was credited. I, IMDb not. says uncredited, but who knows? Oh, really? Okay. Uh, wow. But then, okay, so get this. Thor, 2011. Uncredited role as, as Clint Barton. Obviously already right. cast for the next year's thing, probably already in production. The very right. next film he's in is Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, which I remember. However, for the life of me, I was sure that we got Avengers uh, Jeremy Renner long before we got Ghost Protocol Jeremy Renner. And I don't know why I thought that, but it's actually, it predates the Avengers. That's weird to me. That is weird. Yeah. I know we had Hurt Locker. I would, so the other, I would have said the opposite as well. Yeah, it's weird. Now, I want to freak you all out, and then we're done with Jeremy Renner, all right? <laughs> okay. I'm okay. going to put this in our Discord. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, so this is Jeremy Renner in 1995's some kind of road trip shit movie. Look at that kid. Look at that child. Oh my god! I, uh, I just want to punch him with that hair. I do too. I hate it. <laughs> Aww. I, I just, oh, how nineties! He's Aww. very nineties. I, I have yeah. long lamented that there aren't any <laughs> any pictures of me in the mid nineties. Like I always say, like, man, I wish there had been more cameras around. Like the the current age of everybody having a camera means that you have a lot of memories that are being saved and stored, so you can look back on it. You can't find. Uh, there are just there are two pictures of me from like the time frame 94 through 98 <laughs> there's two I've, i have them i have these two pictures and but then i look at this and go oh i'm so glad <laughs> yeah. this photo looks like it's like when somebody takes a, a a frame of animation and then they try and make like here's what it would look like if it was real actors playing these animated characters it's <laughs> exactly what they still look like yeah yeah versions of animated characters what is that from what rom-com thing is that i don't jeremy know. renner yeah. Yeah. yeah that that picture oh it's is, called it's got uh shit posted. i lost it oh uh, right. national lampoon senior trip oh yeah, senior trip that's it oh yeah, yeah okay yeah, and that Man, girl. National I remember Lampoon that existing. So many I never saw movies. it, but I yeah. remember it existing. And that Dan girl is, was the only thing that ever really went anywhere for a while. And that girl's Tara Strong. Who's, how do we know Tara Strong now? She's that, a voice oh, you, actress, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. Like does uh, she does everything? Oh well, that's her in that picture. Yeah, whoever that is. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm sure she's awesome. I don't want to. That's funny. Wow, I, I she's didn't Timmy, think, right? I don't know. Uh, I never saw this movie. What are you? What are you? An expert on the National Lampoon freaking senior trip? Like, oh the, yeah, man. Uh, all the Powerpuff Girl or one of the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Uh, oh, that Titans girl. Harley Quinn. Does. Harley Quinn and Batman: Arkham City. Yeah. Um, I know a story about her that I'll never tell. Oh, well, keep oh, that to wow. yourself. Really? In, in a, public. She, I mean, I'll tell you guys off air, but I know. Something. <laughs> Oh, I know a thing you that better I better edit this out too, so people are. <laughs> right. Oh, it's Go. fine. It's fine. I just know a thing. Uh, I can't say it. I know a thing. I know a um, thing. I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, you know she's uh, Miss Minutes in the Loki uh, series. Yeah. There you yeah, go. That's right. Which yeah. three of us have seen? Yeah, yeah. One of us is. <laughs> was that the thing you was going to tell us, Scott? Oh, well. oh, did you know? By the way, that uh, I found out yesterday, and this is hilarious. Is it's the one Marvel series I haven't watched yet. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I haven't seen any of Moon Knight, but anyway. <laughs> it's uh, it's their highest uh, viewed uh, Marvel MCU series. Loki was, yeah, Loki was. Beat everything yeah, Loki else. Loki was amazing. Yeah, no I thanks don't know. to you. No, yeah, I, know. I know, right? 
Yeah, despite my inability to sit down and watch it, it somehow still succeeded. Weird. Yeah. Um, I don't want to um, go too far without at least... I know I mentioned it earlier, but I just want to say it one more time. I think the effects in this movie look like they were done today. I don't sense yeah. a lot of... Yeah. oldness Aging. to it or like oh right. that was that was you can tell that was a decade ago or whatever and i know we're kind of plateauing yeah. on some of that anyway so you know that's part of it but they did not they spared no expense on, oh, yeah. uh, on that part of it big, which really helped sell money. it it really helped sell it because i was just like oh man these explosions are legit those yeah. ships hot the way they hop from one place to another is mm-hmm. badass um and, and thank god that. we got aliens that wear costumes and uniforms Thank God. Yeah, right. I worry about yeah. that in alien movies because most of our alien movies are just, they're always naked. They're like, around are we naked. the only, yeah. yeah, are we the only modest humanoids in the, in anywhere? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, they look, I, they look good in their suits. I enjoyed like, uh, speaking of like special effects and after effects and post-production and so on, I really enjoyed that Barack Obama was just crammed into this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I read in the thing that it, he was talking about the, the earthquake off the coast that, happened back uh, then the japanese tsunami yeah that's right and so they're we're keeping an eye on things whatever and if they just use that which i always i'm always a a little fishy with trump mention in here too yeah oh yeah we did yeah uh, i may have recorded that um but no like the idea of um you know taking a, a current serving president and then inserting dialogue as if they said it has always sat a little off with me because sometimes well I guess it depends on the context. Since, since that Japanese tsunami didn't ever hit the shore, or we never had the brunt of it at the islands and stuff, um, I guess it's okay. But then I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, but in Japan, like thousands of people died. So I don't know if he. I'll I don't know if he you should get to use that stuff. I don't know. It's weird. I'll bet yeah. you the. I'll bet you the the president like says things publicly. And it and you can use them in your movie for free. I'll bet you you don't have to give anybody any money to have the present footage of, that the president made for something else. Like to yeah, it's probably that it's public domain. I'll bet you. Yeah, it's probably public. And that's public like domain. Uh, that's, so. That's like awesome. Like Obama's from Hawaii. Like there's just a lot of little things around it that like I, I was just <laughs> I was happy. You it was know, cool. It reminded me of uh, <laughs> it's like a better way to do it than they did in Forrest Gump, where everyone looked wrong, saying words yeah, they weren't yeah, saying. Now's yeah. moved all weird, and yeah. Know. But that was so amazing at the time. Oh, it was huge it was, in '94. Time, it was yeah. amazing at the time. Yeah, but now, no. Yeah, it's not it's bad. In fact, you know what? Here's what you do: don't go full like Spielberg and take all the guns out of ET. But what's his name? He should... apologized for that. No, I know. But that's my point. <laughs> Here's what what's his name should do. I uh, can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, back to the future director. Can't think of his name. Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Zemeckis should go back to Forrest Gump and he should just fix that. Just do yeah. some new effects for that's that fine. scene. And then all future prints, yep. uh, streamed, whatever versions of Forrest Gump have better CGI oh, lips dude, on the president. Do... Oh, God. We could just AI the crap out of that now. It would just look... Yeah, and it would take him no time, and it wouldn't cost hardly a thing to make new prints. Right. Totally should do that. Yeah, why not? And then also, while you're at it, redo Jurassic Park, the original. Make those dinosaurs (laughs) look look awesome again, please. Thank you. Well, that's Spielberg, and he's afraid to change things now, so you're not going to be able to get him to do it. Yeah, that's because you yelled at him about the whole guns thing. I I did yell at him. If it was uh, Cameron or uh, Lucas, boy, we'd have eight versions of it by now. Right? Good point. Oh, my gosh. Do you like that? Oh, oh, this is weird. speaking uh, Speaking of Cameron... They had uh, th- this when this launched. Uh, 
this Battleship movie, yeah. it was going up against the re-released 3D version of Titanic. And Titanic 3D re-release beat it at the box office. Oh man! I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude. Well, 2012, we still we were still trying to convince each other that 3D was cool. So that was a thing. I still oh, yeah, think 3D, 3D is cool. It's not cool. It's lame. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Look how cool it is. It's really, it really worked. And now uh, every new TV you buy today has 3D built in. Oh, wait, it doesn't. I didn't say it was popular. I said it was cool. Mm, Yeah. Anybody anybody else think of the movie Under Siege while watching this one? A little bit. Anytime there's a boat. How can you not? Yeah. I think about that every day. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that cake. <laughs> cake. She's popping was, out of the cake. That was the that was the the episode of Film Sack where we were like, "What's a Sea Whiz?" And then we all looked it up. Oh and yeah, yeah. And now I now think we about, know. I think about Sea Whiz gun systems all the time. They're so yeah. interesting, yeah. and of course, having them in this movie, like they had to fail over and over. And like, mm, yeah. I didn't enjoy that part. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. I, I need I need to believe that a CIWS system is it never fails infallible yeah right. it's like yeah, yeah you can't beat it or why would it exist it hey, needs to be unbeatable how do you guys feel about tadanabu asano <laughs> i don't know when i figure out what the hell you're talking about so, i will give you my opinion the person, we, the person that we talked about at length yeah you, you mentioned him being oh, hogan oh, and I Thor. Didn't, oh, okay, okay you, meant, you mentioned he was words. in the thor okay. movies and stuff um earlier i think but uh, I this, think he was great as as Raiden. In he was good. At, he was film. good as Raiden. He was great. I was just gonna. Yeah. That was what I was gonna mention. He's great as Raiden, Raiden in the the that new ish Mortal Kombat movie, which is not good, but you should see it. <laughs> but you need to witness. It's it. fun. It's really bloody and more akin to the games than anything ever prior to it. But he in particular is great. I like that guy a lot. I'd watch him eat a sandwich burrito we, a burrito from a microwave movie, next project after midnight yeah is that oh good man i feel yeah. like i'm tadano uh tanabu asano eats a sandwich it's <laughs> a it's a burrito. 3d yeah there you go i love but, you guys struggling with his name he is in <laughs> he is in a forthcoming remake of shogun Oh no yeah. way! Oh, that's no fun. really. No. I so well, who's he gonna pee on? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> you think you think Brian the kid? He's not kidding. Someone gets pee. No. You got to pee on what's his name's back. I've seen it. Right, Richard Chamberlain's back, yeah. or whoever who's oh the new Anjins. Listen to this cast, you guys. Oh my gosh! All right, Hiroyuki Sonata, by the way, is yo. He's probably the one that pees he's, on people. He's Yoshi. No, no, he's like the main. Heavy. Yeah, he's the main heavy, and that's the one that pees on his back. Um, but who plays? Uh, oh, John Blackborn Thorne, played by Cosmo Jarvis. Who the hell is that? <laughs> oh, I, I, I recognize that name, that name. I don't oh, know. Oh gosh, who that what is. was he in? I have no idea. Uh, I'm oh, looking, co- I don't uh, see anything. Raised by wolves. He's in. He was. Uh, no. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's in, uh, he's in Peaky Blinders. For. He's in Annihilation. He plays a lot of small roles. I don't think he's a big actor. Cosmo Jarvis is a badass name, though. Love that. Yeah, name. It is a badass yeah. name. Oh my gosh! This I'm so is like, excited. This it's it's too bad that they didn't find somebody who was like Doctor Who level to play John Blackthorne because that's a that's a, a it's like a real English kind of fish out of water. You know, yeah, but role. it could be it could so, be a breakout role for him. You know. Who so knows? as a kid, I was too young to see Shogun. Like Shogun was on TV uh, every night for weeks and weeks in uh, at like nine p.m. where I lived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was a, I was a little kid. And my parents were really into it, but I wasn't allowed to see it or anything. Yeah. 
And then it came out on VHS at some point and I still wasn't allowed to watch it. So yeah. I went, I, I went and stole the book from my brother <laughs> yeah. and I, I read the book under the covers with a flashlight. Nice. Oh my gosh. I was That's like awesome. 11. Yeah. And well, man, when your I parents, loved that book. When your parents demonize something, it does make you want to see it or read yeah, it or sure. whatever. It I turned it. me into a James Clavell fiend. I read every book by James Clavell. Mm. I, I have probably read King Rat like 10 times. And uh, Shogun just turned out to be like not the best book, <laughs> but, but something that like just really formed my thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And so it took me a long time to let go of. Oh, this is a white man trope. This entire book mm-hmm. is just a white a white guy, you know, like through the eyes of a white savior, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and That's basically uh, it. like so, I I came to think like someday someone's going to make this into. Uh, a, a, a series, uh, hopefully a series. It is a series, where, FX series, where they fix the main problem and they portray the main character as someone who uh, shouldn't be there, like real, just legit should not be there. Mm. And uh, I think I am hopeful now that they're that we're hearing I'm about. I'm very this. hopeful. I'm so excited. I'm I'm I I shouldn't be this excited about a Shogun reboot, but part of it is that it's FX, so I know it's not going to be some crap freaking you know, TV, regular TV production where they got to worry about, you know, holding back on stuff. And number two, somebody's going to pee on Cosmo Jarvis's back. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, right. Also, that's a special story for me, you know, because that story where I went to that horrible hotel in, in uh, L.A. with my dad when I was a teenager, the two things he was jumping between to watch on that horrible TV where the remote was stapled to the freaking oh, table. Oh, yeah. Was right, a baseball please. game, a Dodgers game, and Shogun, and the channel in between was hardcore porn, and he was trying the to towel. artfully jump between these two things when commercials would come on, and then got stuck on the porn channel, and it wouldn't right. change. The batteries died, and I laughed and laughed, and my dad threw a towel, and it was awful. Anyway. Oh, love it. It's a good time. All right. Uh, Richard Chamberlain's still living. Yeah, he's still around. Anybody know? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Think so. Because <laughs> so. he's got to be, he's got to be pushing ninety. At this oh, he's point. old. Yeah, he's as old as you get God. when you're old. Yeah. My, he was, he was one of those special quantities that my mom and her little friends oh, yeah. were allowed to lust for. No, 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 dude. This is. Sure. I'm so glad yeah, to that's... hear this. This actually helps ver- or, uh, vilify my mother because she would. She had two things: Tom Selleck and this guy. Those were the two things or the two guys that she would full on like you'd swear she's having an affair with these actors that she's never met. <laughs> yeah. I think this was a Birds, thing of their right? generation. Was the, like the thing that all the ladies uh, loved uh, Richard Chamberlain for? Wasn't he the, the Thornbirds guy? Yeah. Thorn. Oh, the <laughs> yes. The Thornbirds thing. Yeah. That's it. That yeah. was always on in our house. And I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. My mom, my mom, it was Richard Chamberlain and Robert Redford. Yeah. And my mom was so, um, I don't know, like laminated list about Robert Redford that she, and she couldn't say, she couldn't call better than sex cake, better than sex cake. So it was called better than Robert Redford in my house. Oh, wow. wow. I've never heard the phrase better than sex cake. That's a, <laughs> really? a phrase. Yeah. Better than sex cake. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You've never heard of that. I've never heard oh. of that. That is something new for me to Hold hear. On. I like it. Oh, it's better than sex cake. Um, well, I hate to say this, is, but Richard Chamberlain drank from a different fountain than we all did. That dude's still a very handsome elderly man. Drank from a different <laughs> fountain. I like that. 
He looks <laughs> really good for his age, it and he's also still working. A little bit like pre-civil rights movement, so I don't know. Well, oh. Um, oh yeah, that's a good point. It's not a good reference, but um, he drank. He ate from the better than sex cake. There you yeah. go, better than sex cake. <laughs> Never heard of that. Uh, anyway, so off off that topic. Back to this. Oh, oh real quick. Uh, gro- what grossed me out? Let me play the thing here. Where is it? Oh shit, I lost it. Here it is. Nope. Where is it? Can't hold it. on. I didn't even think That's not once. It. Here, I'll do this what one. You waxed your anus. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, but, all right, I have a guess. Okay. I, I do too. Go ahead, Brian. Is it when they pull the helmet off of the first Fred Durst alien and okay. the schmoo sprays out all over Jesse Plemons' face? No, because that, 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 that occurred he, to me to be just sort of like uh, some kind what of... About, what about when he puts it on to see how it works? That inside, like imagine, oh, yeah. imagine oh, putting your stinky alien sweat. Any, oh god, yeah. that one's pretty gross, but not it. Think more general, more generalized. Hmm. In fact, not a not a specific person. If that is it, helps, is it, is it food? Is it food can specific? It, nope, can no it food. Please be convenience store burrito. Uh, like I just can't believe <laughs> that. Oh, that, you just know it's so bad. It's oh, you know it's terrible. bad, but also probably great. I used to eat convenience or like grad or uh, gas station hot dogs, and I thought I knew what I was eating was cursed. But man, <laughs> love a hot dog from a from a gas station for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'll just tell you, it was. It's just how stinky everyone is on that ship. Like when you're down oh, in the yeah. bowels of a ship and you're running constantly and you're carrying a 1000 pound bullet and everybody oh, just reeks too. Boy. Oh yeah. They're all yeah. sweating and just gross. For Rihanna. <laughs> She's pretty sweaty. She's pretty sweaty too, but they all look and, like they were. And don't out. forget the presence of uh seawater, seawater getting on people that, that always makes you stink. Yeah. Always mm-hmm. guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You smell yeah. all briny, you know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to smell, briny. smell briny. Uh, no one's so, like a Brian. Yeah. No. Brian. Yeah. Now, and also, uh, this is a weird thing and probably just me. Okay. This I, is a weird thing. You just start, start everything you say with those I words. I feel like right? I should do that. I have to give that disclaimer because when I saw Liam Neeson in this, a guy I normally think is very rugged, very um, ready for the challenge, just really just rough and tough. In this movie, this is a weird thing, but in my head, I can smell a wet dish rag. You know that smell of a wet dish rag? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's some, every time he'd say anything or stand there, I'd go, I'll bet he smells like a wet dish rag right now. Okay. So he, has, he has mildew. Is what I have saying. a particular set of smells. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to take you. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, I love him, but I just, in this, there's something about him. Couldn't put my finger on it. He was too yeah. moisturized or something. Something was going on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to hear some? Uh, do you want to hear clips related yes. to the film? Okay. Let's play yes. some yeah. clips. I've got some. How about this one? Skarsgård learning to uh, American talk. Here it is. Adversity is the state in which man most easily becomes acquainted with himself. Being especially free of admirers, then. It's just in and out, in and out. Just and, yeah, and totally whatever. Unnecessary. This yeah. movie doesn't need any of that. Yeah. It, it needs more STP. Yes. Yeah, I like the interstate uh, love song there yeah. in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah, the music's great. They mm-hmm. they harness some uh, some of my favorites. I enjoyed all the all the licensed music in the film. We'll get we'll get to the score whether whether it's any good here in a minute. But yep. here's uh, here's Jesse Plemons doing some Jesse Plemons. Okay, well that seems a bit juvenile, wouldn't you say? It's just may as well be everything you ever saw him do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I, just, I really like him. All right, here's uh, G- a Jerry Lewis reference. Jerry Lewis? Did he just say Jerry Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Remember what that was for? What was that for? Oh, the angry Japanese guy was 
They were oh, there to right. explain Riffin the fight saying, or something. Right. Whatever that was. Talking about, right, that he fell down like the nutty professor and they grabbed the floor <laughs> with slippery and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It did it with that great, his great Japanese accent. All right. The, ta- uh, the taken tone, I call this. This will not happen again. Do I make myself clear? Yeah. That's very taken. Yeah. Awesome. Jeez. Yes. You make yourself awesome. Hey, that was awesome. Going to be, you're going to marry my daughter. That scene <laughs> in his office on board where he said, clear the room. I'm just you, uh, all of you except this guy who I'm about to brutalize. You can lay verbally. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you're all out of here. Yeah. Like, oh, I loved that scene. It was great. Like, it was good. Completely cut the entire first sequence yeah. and give me this scene five minutes longer. You think when Rami Malik was just in the thing and he was all just like a young up and go getter actor and he was standing there with Liam Neeson and Liam Neeson knew that of the two of them, it would be the young kid who would get the Oscar first. <laughs> Do you think that would? <laughs> I think that occurred to him because, you know, I don't know. I don't know how these actors think. This kid actor doesn't blink and he's going to win the Oscar. (laughs) Well, and he looks like, why didn't they make Rami Malek the alien? He looks like an alien. He does look like an alien. He is an alien. Doesn't just look like one. That dude's from another planet. All right. Here's what, uh, oh, I got some old audio uh, from Ibbett's teen years. Uh, Oh, good. Yeah. This is from your mom. She says this was, uh, this was prom night when, uh, this is what you said. No, wait, let's see. No, this is what your date said. <laughs> yeah, this is what it is. This is what your date okay. said when right. she learned of your third nipple. All right? Oh. Okay. Here it is. The fact that you know that infuriates me beyond words. I'm sorry, that was your response. That's why I screwed that up. That was your response. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were upset. You didn't want anyone else to know about it, which I understand. No, couldn't, I tried to keep it a secret. Yeah. Oh, crap, what have we done? We've just... We just told everybody. Uh, I know. I know. Now Whoops. everybody knows, and they're going to want to see pictures. I'll let it in post. No, I won't. All right. Here's the <laughs> here's the reference. Uh, here here's Voldemort getting talked about. We've ended up in a department run by some kind of Donald Trump Mike Tyson mutant combo. That's a that's a weird okay. reference. Redundant to say Don, yeah. uh, Donald Trump mutant combo. <laughs> Wait, what was the who was the other person? She's we've ended up in a Mike department. Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Weird thing. It's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's a it's, it's, it's a timely reference is doodle jump. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Here's a uh, what's this? Oh, Rami Malik. So here's him talking on the thing. Approximately 150 miles south of where we are right now, sir. Oh, he's really into it. He's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Good Rami Malik there. Uh, no one says this anymore. Tell you what, boys. This is a head stomper. There's no head stomper. A head stumper. I yeah. thought that too. I was like, weird. This is a real stumper. brain thinker. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell you what, boys. Oh, man. The, the, sorry, yeah. Uh, uh, what's another one besides tell you what, boys? Uh, well, we got company. Yeah. Oh, man. Company. Those lines. Yeah, those are great. But I've never heard head stumper in my life. So, no. Yeah. Head stumper is weird. Yeah. Real stumping my I think it's called, I've heard brain stumper, I believe. But I've never heard head stumper. Sure. I've heard brain yeah. teaser. I've heard head scratcher. Head scratcher. Uh, That's head what scratcher. I was thinking of. Yeah. I think that's that's probably what he was thinking of. This is a real head scratcher. Yeah, people are like, he's taller than all of us. Don't correct him. We'll just keep moving. <laughs> he's scary. Um, all right, here's Peter Berg in his own movie. Uh, you'd blink and you'd miss it, but this is him very briefly saying a thing. Place mount 51 in remote. Batteries released. Yeah, he's starting to sound like this. He's got kind mm-hmm. of a <laughs> thing going on. So he used to uh, uh, he he bought a house and he lived in the it's kind of the same neighborhood I did in North Austin, uh, like season three of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, 
And uh, I lived right across the street from a huge movie theater. And then he lived on the other side of the highway that ran past it. And uh, regularly, we'd go in there on a Friday night to see a new movie. And a bunch of people from Friday Night Lights would all con- come in together. Like they they just like gotten off set or, sure. you know, t- wrapped early for the day to come see a new movie. And it never occurred to me to be you know, impressed by Peter Berg in uh, 2007. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knew. Nobody knew it was up yet. Really? Like, I mean, he had done, I guess he did the Friday night nights movie and had done other stuff before that, but his star was not quite on the rise yet. As far as like, I I saw, Oh brother, where art thou now? This, this might be a false memory, but I just remember going to see, Oh brother, where art thou? And the movie theater is completely packed. It's the first main showing of the Friday night. And, a bunch of casting crew from Friday night lights come in and one of them yells to the rest of the auditorium, ladies and gentlemen, the casting crew of Friday night lights, like one of them actually introduces them as they're walking in to find their seats. Oh, well, it must've been a reshowing of a brother or there. Cause I was like 2000 or something, right? Yeah. Two ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Oh, brother! So they so probably did a. Must have been another movie that could have been like Oh, brother, where are they? I just can't, I can't work it out in my head. But. Yeah, I have all sorts of weird stuff like that in my head. You wouldn't believe what my head shows. All right, let's see. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to see what's in You would in not your head. believe what's in there. Yeah. What's a Coen Brothers movie that came out in like two thousand seven? Seven would have been. I'm pretty good at uh, these burn years. Before, no, burn Before Reading was later. Uh-huh. Uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen. Let me think. I'm going to see if I can <laughs> guess this. Burn, burn, burn some yes. time. Oh, that's no country, no country for Old Men would have been a six <laughs> or seven. Oh, you know what? I, I'll bet that was it. I think I'll it's No Country it. for Old Men. Let me just and, let me and, verify and it my... It has men in the title and Oh Brother, where are they? It has brother man, in the title. <laughs> I'll bet that was it. Yeah, it's Cohen Brothers. I'm usually pretty good about years and movies. Let me see if I'm right on this one. Hold on. 2000 oh 2007 wow we got it wow wow nicely done yeah it was a good movie so i clearly didn't remember the right movie but i remember these guys coming in and announcing their presence and like some a handful of people clap it there is nothing cringier than when you're sitting with 400 people and five of them clap that is cringy (laughs) they missed out because that was a hell that's one of the greatest shows ever on tv i'll clap for just about anything i'm a i am easily influenced by others around me it's like oh we're clapping (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what we're clapping for but i'm going i have no idea but i'm clapping i don't want to be left out so was like jesse plemons there or some of these actors there and stuff Probably Minka protein. Kelly. Mm, Minka Kelly. Uh, what was Minka the woman? Uh, Connie mm. Britton. Connie yeah. Britton. Yeah, she's great. Dude, that show, all, Kyle Chandler. They, oh, man, so good. They were filming out in Pflugerville, but they all lived right there in North Austin or were staying. Pflugerville. Was that like Margaritaville, but with Pflugers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might rewatch that. I really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Landry needs an order from Riggins or needs an order from Riggins is what I wrote. Well, I guess I said the same thing twice. Anyway, here it is. Sir, if you would please just give me an order. I don't know what to do, sir. Oh, man. Imagine saying that to the guy that used to be the football dude on your team. Turn your key, sir. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Turn your key. (laughs) Uh, He's that guy. All right. Uh, Here's the... Oh, I made a little mini supercut. 10-second supercut of the best guy in the movie who we never really know very well. And here it is. What's happening? What the hell's happening? Are those things aliens? We need help. 
Where you get the carrier over here? Who's running the ship? Are you kidding me? Who's running the ship? This is bullshit. We're all gonna die. If that guy's the best, <laughs> he's the guy like he's who's on the puberty. deck with uh, Plemons, right? Like, uh, yeah. who's yeah. running things? Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's the most Hudson <laughs> character in this thing. I freaking love him. I love him. So okay. good. So is it is it John Tui? I don't know. I have no idea. That's the other thing is he always had a big old weird head thing on and a mask and a helmet. And I just never could tell who that guy was. So, yeah, they so they have this New Zealand actor named John Tui in the role of a CPO who is just like he has a bunch of little bit lines. And I'm wondering if that's the same guy. Like you you wouldn't know if you weren't looking at the movie. Right. It's like there are so many instances of people yelling crap from (laughs) I just love that guy, though. He could have been around longer for my taste. Um, I think he died, though. Uh, all right, here's... Oh, no, I know he died, because wasn't he on the ship that... No, he was on with Plemons. I don't know what happened to him. Who knows? I don't know what happened. Uh, here's a... Uh, oh, <laughs> this is Father Paul. Oh, shit, is he a cyborg? Yeah, he's a cyborg. That was great. A lot of, a lot of angry, screaming acting. A lot of that. Oh, funny you should say that. Our next one is angry acting. Enjoy this one. Get in there. I'm far more aware than you of the need to get inside there. Wow, jeez. Jeez. Oh, wow. oh, man, why didn't you make that prom date material there? Right? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. Uh, uh, here's one called Playing with the Big Boys. Are you ready to play with the big boys? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Strategically placed old people. I love it when, uh, like, they're about when he's trying to figure out, well, who are we going to get to run this? And it's like they've all decided to stand on different parts of the battleship and look at, at, uh, right. uh yep. looking all Popeye too, because they all had those pants, those crazy pants. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they, yeah. Sailor they, pants. they just hired anybody who would, who would, uh, you know, like fit the role. Like, if they, if they just found yeah. a, a bunch of people and several of them, yeah. several of the old salts were, had served in the Navy. And so they made sure that those folks were wearing the the hat that reflected whatever ship they had served on. Yeah. And uh, and then they had a couple of of actual actors. One of them is Don Daly. Uh, he's like the most like the most prominent of the old salts that you see like mm. speaking. Mm. Uh, Don Daly is obviously lives in Honolulu because like his other credits like have him in Hawaii Five O and uh, this sort of thing. Um, he is not though as humorous to me as the other old salt that gets a, a good credit. His name is Dennis Keating. Mm. Uh, if, if you have ever like hung around, uh, some of this, uh, this culture, he, he doesn't call himself Dennis Keating. He calls himself Honolulu guy. Oh, well, and, nice. uh, wow. like it just like, there's no doubt that he was like, standing around when Peter Berg was looking for people to be in this movie. Like, Hey, there's Honolulu guy. Let's have him. Yeah. In there. Put him in there. Sure. Yeah. I need someone. Do we have any Navy listeners who can write in and tell me about those pants? Why was that a thing? And only the Navy had them. What was the deal with that? Why is that with those pants? Those wide, <laughs> wide load pant things. They were weird. It had, I know it's got to have something to do with, you know, running a ship or having to bend over in a certain way or doing, I don't know what you do. So I want to know. Let us know. Easy to swim in something. Yeah. Filmsack at gmail.com. All right. Check this one out. Someone's going to. Oh, yeah, listen to this. Oh, brother. Somebody going to kiss the donkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Oh, <laughs> but I love that one. Just about everything they said made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. guy also got my favorite line in the movie where yeah. they're pulling out of Pearl Harbor 
and he says, are we going to fire on Oahu? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, what a strange thing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. That old ship is so cool, man. The Missouri is just, mm-hmm. man, what a badass ship. Yeah. Um, all right, here's Liam Neeson saying no. No. All right, that's all he did. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, no. Not going to happen. Do you have you a, know exactly, you hear that, and you know exactly who's saying it. I could say, yeah. do you have a wet rish, no. dish rag in your pocket? No. All right. No. Here he is with his no. uh, chicken burrito. I think I'll have a chicken burrito. Oh, chicken burrito. Yes. It's a very special set of chicken burritos. All right, the checklist time. It's time for the film sack checklist. Better than all those Transformer, Transformers movies combined. <laughs> Check. Liam Neeson is barely in this. Check. And finally, mm-hmm. slow motion teeth always looks dumb. Check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then when he got punched in his <laughs> CGI teeth. That was the worst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Take care of that. They didn't uh-huh. need to do it. There's no need. Nope. Zero need for nope. that. I think Zero your guy, need. your alien looked fine. It's fine. But don't don't be doing slow motion CGI coming at the camera 3D teeth. That is some yeah. bullshit. That's for people like Dunaway who think 3D <laughs> is still cool. All right. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, let's see. One, Soundtrack grade. One, I'd give it. Oh, no. We got to do me. Star Trek connections. There's got to be. At least one here. Right? Oh my gosh, yes. This uh, this movie might have the most total Star Trek connections I've ever seen uh, outside oh, wow. of a Star Trek movie. Weird. Um, they're all small time. By, by Hollywood standards, they're all small time. Yeah. But uh, I'll give you three. Uh, George O'Hanlon Jr. Uh, played Tourist Guide. Uh, he, uh, you know, one of the people on you know, this museum ship. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was in, he was in star Trek, the next generation in the episode future imperfect mm. as transporter chief. That's right. No, oh. he was, okay. he was the, okay. he had a chance. He could have uh, been O'Brien, but no, no weird. Um, uh, Rico McClinton uh, played uh, captain Browley and he had a bit part in one episode of star Trek Picard. And then uh, down the list here, Joe Trest. That's right. Trest. I'm going to spell that for you. C-H-R-E-S-T. He played a JPL controller in this movie. In Star Trek Enterprise, he was bar patron in the episode (laughs) Home. But you might know him as Ted Wheeler from Stranger Things. Weird. Ted Wheeler. Weird. Weird. By the way, the guy you mentioned earlier, George O'Hanlon Jr. Yeah. Um he's the last thing he did was battleship. He's still with us. He just stopped acting before that. He was in lost. He was in Baywatch fantasy mm. Island reboot, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. He just quit in 2012. So <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Star Trek. Connections. <laughs> I'm out. He says, uh-huh. uh, soundtrack great to give it a G E for good enough. I thought all the licensed stuff was great, but the, the actual soundtrack was just what you expect from a movie like this. There was nothing real fancy about it. It's just, I, it I give it an I L Y S J. Oh, what's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I okay. love you, Steve Jablonski. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. Everything Ew. Steve Jablonski does. <laughs> like, and, and it goes back to the island. There's something about that movie that just like captured me musically. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. like this sounds like it. This sounds like he uh he composed the first Transformers movie. Yeah. Uh, that's why you think of Transformers a lot while you're watching this. But I don't even care. I don't. I don't care that Spencer Confidential sounds like Transformers. I love Steve Jablonski. All right. I've not uh, seen that. How was that thing? The 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 uh, man called Hawk thing movie TV. Oh, you should thing. watch it. You should absolutely it good? watch it. Okay. Worth, yeah, worth it's seeing. on Netflix. Wait, waiting for you right now. Yeah, it's a Netflix original, right? 
Never Gosh, watch. I can't. I think you have seen it. I remember talking to you. I about definitely it. have not seen it. Yeah, have not. Huh. not have not watched it. Wanted to because I was a fan of Spencer for Hire back in the day, and I liked Man Called Hawk. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah, so. this is uh, this like Winston Duke in this role. Mm. Uh, you're gonna love it. It's like this movie was made for you. Scott. Doesn't he kick the shit out of uh, Post Malone in a prison scene or something? I heard something about that. That yes yeah. let's just say well, yes i i don't want to you just spoiler. need to watch the movie just watch the movie <laughs> spoiler alert jesus I even keep... if you don't like mark Wahlberg, you you will like the movie well then no problem i love mark Wahlberg. I know, I know you do hey uh let's let me ask a question of us here um because it just reminded me of this is everyone else's timelines in the last let's say five days Full of people saying you guys have to watch the Rescue Rangers movie that just happened. Yeah, yeah, that's why no, I brought I'm it up surprised. earlier in this very episode. Oh, I missed it. So what? What's the deal? Why? What's it's good? Okay, because it's good. Because I hear. But I would uh, argue because Post Malone does a song for it or something. I heard. So right. Anyway, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if you were if you were growing up during the nineties, probably people just a few minutes younger than us. Rescue Rangers was huge, man. Yeah, it's your childhood. That's, but that's the that. question from from me because I never did watch Rescue Rangers. So would I enjoy it, or is it like you know fan service kind of kind of thing? I keep hearing it's I funny it's, for adults. I, so I, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. for so. for my money, this is about the millennial generation bringing everything that they do to bear. Sure. Mm, like sure, this right. is a Lonely Island movie. Uh, you know, this is the, they wrote for John Mulaney as Chip. Like they yeah. wrote for him. Like they didn't like. They didn't write Chip and then ha- find a person to play it. Like it's clearly, you they know, got there's some a good thing. chops. Yeah, and it's just like, I, I want to see Akiva Schaefer make more stuff like this. Like the, yeah. like I say, Lonely Island. Like they have no business being as talented as they are. They're so good. But mm-hmm. also, don't miss Sneakerella uh, about the sneaker subculture. That's also on Disney Plus. Watch the both. sneaker subculture. Oh, right. Yeah, the sneaker subculture. From, I think we uh, talked about yeah. this on TMS, but only briefly with somebody. Yeah. But it's a, it's like Cinderella, but it's sneakers or something? Sneakers. That's right. Yes. Not sneakers, sneakers the I movie, but sneakers like the it's shoes a, you wear. Sneakers, the, that's the right. Shoe. It's, a, it's a musical, and it's, it's basically the idea of Cinderella, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kid who's into sneakers and designing sneakers, and it's a lot of fun. It's stupid fun. I've heard similar things, it. yeah. Yeah. I don't know that that one's for me so much, but I actually am interested in Rescue Rangers. You'll so. probably hate yeah. it, but I loved it. <laughs> we have a Dunaway, a Dunaway recommendal right out of the blue here. Right. right. What's the connection to Chippendale Rescue Rangers? They're both on Disney Plus right there. That's it. Okay. Okay. People, the uh, That's, it. That's all the kind of issue you get. Yeah. 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 Streaming okay. service with hot new properties, new movies mm-hmm. to see. Uh, all right, let's get to the Twitter post. All right, this is a 280 character uh, ex- exercise where you guys get to tell us all about what you think of this movie in that short amount of time. Let's start with Randy. Uh, Battleship, a bunch of dudes, and exactly two impossibly attractive women mm. are all set to get things done. But then a couple dozen wrinkly old men show up, Aww. just like a Saturday night. If so. Yeah. <laughs> Saw, oh. that, saw that coming, but was ready for it anyway. It was yeah, I was not. I saw it coming, and I still wasn't ready. Nope, still not ready now. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. Battleship Thunder. Do 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 Thunder. <laughs> oh, it was too late for a chicken burrito. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Battleship. 
Deus Ex Machinison. Ah, <laughs> that's good. Short, sweet. That's good. Brilliant. Well done. Right uh, well, end. that that's great that you you kind of ended on an alternate title. So we're gonna that's perfect transition. Uh, oh. We're gonna do alternate titles now. Uh, this was almost called the slow and the furious Tokyo Drift because <laughs> you know that time when the ship kind of did a drift move. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was uh-huh. sweet. Yeah, with the Japanese Tokyo guy in charge. Anyway, yeah, uh, or. Going to Missouri with Grandpa. Because right. <laughs> you know the Missouri. Uh, here Missouri, we go. Uh, Dylan wrote in. we got a couple emails here. I'm going to start with Dylan's. Uh, oh, Dylan was smart enough to send this to filmsack at gmail.com so that we could get it. And it says this, dear Filmsack crew, long time caller, first time caller. I don't know what that means. Okay. Oh, he means emailer. <laughs> he says emailer. I don't know. Whatever. It says, anyway, I just watched Tank Girl, the 1995 uh, Rachel Tal- Talalay film. And I find it deliciously sackable. Please yeah. sack it. Much love, Dylan. Well, as a matter of fact, long. been on our list for a very long time. Right? Wait, wait, wait. Haven't we done? I could have sworn we'd done. Tank no, we girl. haven't done really? Tank Girl, nope. but it's been on our list for. We almost did it once. Big. It was on some streaming service, then it disappeared. Then it got pulled. Yeah, but we've, we've never done it. Yeah, we've. Wow. Yeah, I can swear list. we had. I think. I wonder if we uh, if I did it for a recommendals back in the Nicole days or something. Oh. I don't know. That's interesting. Might have. Uh, let's see. Tank. Girl. We have not sacked it. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. I'm just trying to. What's our current status on that? Is it uh, available somewhere? Um, let's see. Just watch. We'll probably tell me. Mm-hmm. Tank Girl is currently streaming on Amazon Prime Video. So we yeah, could watch yes. it there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, also, let's see. Paramount wow. Plus, Epic. Is that in our, in our uh, summer uh, hits of? Is that a, is that a summer movie? We should put it in. Well, I will see. I will see what I can do, guys. We have a tremendous hot action movie summer coming yeah. here in 2022. I'm really excited. If anything gets pulled, we'll slot in uh, Tank yeah, Girl. Yeah, Tank Girl. Yeah. Okay. If it if it is truly if it did come out in the summer that it of the year it came out. Yeah. It's a cool comic, by the way, if you've never read it. It, it is. Was, yeah. By the guy comic. who did, did uh, worked with the uh, gorillas with Damon Albarn on gorillas. Oh, I'm fudging. No. I'm, I'm fudging a few of these, by the way. They're not all like lined up in the summer to, to sort of replicate when they came out because because we're going to watch all three uh, uh, transporter movies, mm-hmm. and I had to space those out. I got to I got to oh, I don't yeah. want us to I watch them, back to back uh, too close together. Yeah, it'd be a nightmare to back to back them. Uh, Brian, you blew my mind. I, I, I should have known. I never knew that was the same artist. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. look at these things. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's great. So cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Uh, here's an email from Matt in Salt Lake City, a local here. He says, oh, Sackers, please consider the 1972 film Daughters of Satan, starring none other than Tom Selleck. He says, it's about witches, Satan, and Tom Selleck, and the director is, wait for it, Hollingsworth Morris. I swear I didn't make up any of this. It's on Amazon, please. Oh, please, Matt in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Wow, 1972. Yeah, yeah. Daughters of Satan. I'm down with this. Good time for a oh geez for a horror, yeah, the uh, the IMDb era. like silent trailer that you get to see oh look at yeah that. this is this is so right up our alley <laughs> yeah. can we please do this soon look at this how old was Tom Selleck in this he must have been pretty young yeah yeah oh yeah no one else oh, on here is I... this is like dirt work for him this is great he we got to watch uh, this twenty seven when this uh, when oh look this. how look how young his but mustache his mustache was, was only eight. Yeah. <laughs> Look how young it was. The oh. the poster's amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. 
This is amazing. We got to watch this. It is. It is on Amazon Prime right now. Right. But I only can watch it as a double feature with that and Super Beast, Super as it was Beast. intended, as God intended. <laughs> it's also it's also on Paramount Plus, so it's probably they probably found a way uh, the right places to put a bunch yeah. of ads. Yeah, Weird. as always. What was the one I told you guys? We I sent you a trailer, and I was like, yeah, can we please watch was, this? Uh, I have to scroll back because it looked fantastic. I uh, uh, can't find it. It was Vincent Price fantastic. thing or something. Not Vincent Price. What I was it? Was remember. Uh, Torture Chamber of Dr. Sadism. That's it. Is that it? We got to yes. do that, too. Uh, it's on our list. Oh and Bloody Lord. Pit of Horror. We got to watch that one. Sure. That sounds Halloween-y. Maybe we yeah. do that. Bloody Halloween-y. Yeah, that was uh, the best five minutes of any yeah, movie I'd seen in a long it's a, time. It's a little early in the year, but I am already looking at our September yeah. potential. It's never too early. Sure. Yeah. I just realized um, you, I didn't see when you posted it before, Randy, but you put this better than sex cake in our... Uh, the Wikipedia yeah, article yeah. for it. I know. And, it's uh, amazing. I assume you have to put it's your wiener in that cake, right? That's the idea. You have to put the wiener in the <laughs> it's cake. Like American no, cake. no, it's, it's better than that. That's the thing. It's American better than that. cake. <laughs> they should have they should have had a follow-on series called American Cake for everyone who prefers I, cake over pie. You know? I bet you Eugene Levy would have done it. Yeah, he oh, would have yeah. been fine. He would have been in. <laughs> he, he was under contract for that whole thing, man. It's so weird. All right. Um uh, we're our, or, oh, that's it for your emails. Filmsack at gmail.com. Uh, send your emails in. We love them, and uh, they always give us good ideas. Also, your feedback is always appreciated. Our next film is Charlie's Angels, the first uh, one uh, with the, the girl from E.T. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> girl from E.T. And Lucy Liu and uh, Cameron Diaz. Yep. Speaking of uh, weird breath, I know she has weird breath. I'm sure of it. Yeah, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% she's got some breath. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it I, I can't give you a flavor here, but I'm just telling you something's off. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. So anyway, that's next week. And uh, I swear that's the one with, with George McFly is the bad guy. Why do I think that? Maybe it is. You know, maybe it is. Maybe. I know he was the bad guy in one of them. I can't remember. According to some people, Bill Murray was the bad guy in this one. <laughs> yeah. They hated working. Oh, with yeah, him. it is. Okay. Yeah. Crispin Glover as the thin man. Okay. Yes. The thin man. That's pretty good. Yes, love it. Yeah, the Bosley, uh, the Bosley, uh, Bill Murray is not well. There's not a lot of, um, what's the word? Fond feelings toward him on that set. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Sam Rockwell's in this. Oh my gosh! Now I'm in. Yeah, now you're all in. Yeah. Yeah. What choice do you have? Yeah, we have options. I was in anyway. (laughs) There were options to not watch Sam Rockwell. What the hell? Right. That doesn't exist. You guys didn't have to watch Sam Rockwell. (laughs) (laughs) I do love him. That'll be good. All right. So that's next week. Okay. We got to change. Sorry. We're recording this after the show, but we got a quick uh, tweak to make here. So uh, the transporter is not happening next week. It's not. Yes. No, no, it's not. It was never Charlie's Angels. I mean, Charlie's Angels. (laughs) Shit. You guys should have heard our conversation before and you would know why we're so confused. All right. We're why I'm so confused. In the mere minutes since we last checked, Charlie's Angels has disappeared on us. Yeah. Like, so. We're not watching Charlie's Angels anytime soon. Right. Instead, uh, we're going to watch next what? week yeah. on Film Sack, which is Memorial Day. Yeah. We are going to watch The Italian Job, 2003, The Italian Job. It's on HBO Max. It's a uh, you know a remake yep. of a famous movie. 2003. Got a bunch of little cars in it. Yeah. It's great. It is. It is the beginning of hot action movie summer for us. We're going to watch The Italian Job. Next week, I'm not even going to name the other movie anymore. Yeah, that's what we're. It's uh, Furiosa. It's now the Voldemort of our of our yes. uh, list. You got you got the Hulk, Furiosa, and uh, Dirk Diggler in there. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yes, so. and the transporter with more hair than I thought he ever had. 
Uh, you guys got to see that. That's crazy. On an Italian job, Jason Statham has actual hair, and that's weird. All right. Anyway, so that's next week. We're doing that. Forget everything you ever heard us say about Charlie's <laughs> Angels because it ain't streaming. All right? All right. Uh, the, the, so do that, everybody. We'll watch that next week or talk about it next week. In the meantime, filmsack.com is continually the website you're going to want to go to to find all the stuff related to us. If you want to see our quicksack.lee site that we always go to, if you're like, have they watched this movie? That's the place you can find out. Just go search for it there. Quicksack.li. And it will tell you whether or not we've sacked the film you want us to sack. Uh, somebody did this the other day and wanted to see. Well, that was what the Why conversation just came tell up me about. what film you sacked. The 55 Blue Thunder. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Thunder. And they were like, oh, you guys got to do it. It's perfect. And I'm like, it was so perfect. We did it. Like 10 years ago. <laughs> anyway, do that, please. Uh, in the meantime, film, filmsack at gmail.com. Twitter, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Filmsack. And leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us a lot. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Mahalo, mother. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>